Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, November 14th, five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Yeah, join us now on the WIBC hotline, former attorney general for the state of Indiana, currently running for governor on the Republican side. Curtis Hill joins us now. All right, Curtis. So there was an interesting article that came out in the Capitol Chronicle about Brad Chambers, who's one of your opponents. He's raising gajillions of dollars. He's infinitely wealthy in his personal life. And one of the areas that appears he's raising money is based on people he had relationships with the IDC, where essentially he takes public money and gives tax breaks and other financial incentives to business. And to me, Curtis, it really showcases what like you are up against because you don't have the ability to dole out the favors. Guys like a Brad Chambers or Mike Braun get, takes a, a trip to the southern border. He's a U.S. Senator. He has the ability to, to kind of use taxpayer money to get free publicity. You're really behind the eight ball compared to some of these other guys. Well, you know, it's, it's, that's why we call it a grassroots campaign. I mean, we're, not, we're talking about representing the people. Uh, the examples that you give are uh, absolutely perfect examples of what's wrong with politics and what's wrong with government. Uh, I mean, uh, IDBC, uh, IEDC is, uh, in my view, more of a shadow government uh, than anything else. Uh, so I think it, it, does, it does point to what the problem is out there. But I'll tell you what, Rob, uh, out there in the, it, across the state, regular folks – pick up on this and they want someone who can connect with them they want someone who's a proven leader uh someone who's a proven conservative so i think we've uh, uh we've got an opportunity in a formative farewell you know you're kind of uh, in, a, in a weird way of the top five really the only actual outsider per se and then a sense of somebody who's taken on the establishment you got chambers who's super connected to holcomb you have doden who was the idc director before chambers you've got suzanne crouch you've got mike braun who, who tries to paint himself as an outsider but was a longtime member of the house and obviously a senator so you're kind of the lone outsider in a group full of insiders amongst those top five Interestingly so, because everyone wants to be the outsider. I've, I've always thought that was interesting. Everyone claims to be the outsider, but as you pointed out, uh, these guys are all inside the, the beltway, as it were. Um, but uh, uh, what does being an outsider mean? From my perspective, it means no one ever recruited me to come to Indianapolis. Uh, when I came down there, uh, people were concerned because they found out that I wasn't someone that could be under their thumb. And I think that's the, the, the big issue here is who are you beholden to? Who, uh, who, do you, who owns you? And uh, uh, we've never had... Had, uh, we've never had anybody that could actually uh, uh, make that claim against me. Curtis Hill's our guest. He's running for a Republican. He's the Republican candidate for governor, uh, trying to win the Republican primary, which uh, will be decided this coming May. He's a former attorney general before that. Obviously, the establishment hates you, Curtis. They came at you with everything they had. There have been people who have been pled guilty to things like driving under the influence and it's, uh, you know, or fleeing the scene of an accident. And it's all quiet on the Western Front from Holcomb, Hupfer, and Corporate. Yet when it was you and you were cleared of any criminal wrongdoing, ethical wrongdoing, the civil cases against you were thrown out. Uh, it was, you know, immediate condemnation before any of the facts came out. So it's clear to me you are the guy that the establishment Holcomb Hub for Incorporated and the people who are in that orbit definitely don't want. 
Well, they don't want me because I can't be managed by their system. And uh, that's exactly it. I mean, you saw how I stood up to Holcomb administration uh, back when I was attorney general. He put a mask mandate out there. Uh, we put an attorney general opinion out the same day. They said, no, you don't have the authority to do that. Uh, you don't have the unilateral authority to create a class B misdemeanor and hold Hoosiers uh, out as criminals. I mean, we stood up against uh, all sorts of, of, of things that the Holcomb administration was doing when no one else was. And I think that was a uh, that's what they were predicting uh, in that sense. Now, um, I think going forward, I think uh, we're seeing Hoosiers who are hungry uh, for that type of leadership uh, that, that will stand up and fight against Washington. Washington's broken. The folks that we send there don't get the job done. In fact, sometimes the folks that we send there don't get the job done want to come back here and try to work it out uh, back here the same way. I, I think people are going to reject that as well. Um, so I think it's time for a, a genuine outsider, not someone who claims to be an outsider who has all the inside friends. Curtis, you posted a picture over the weekend. It said saluting America's heroes like my father, veterans of our armed forces fight for our freedom and deserve our thanks. And I love the picture that you included of your father. I'm wondering if you could speak what that means to you having a father who is a veteran. And also if you would comment about what President Biden said about how veterans need to receive honor, even those that were discharged because they were LBTQ+. Well, veterans, uh, we owe so much to our veterans, not just the ones that are alive and with us still, but the ones who have passed on in terms of securing our our country and and our freedoms and liberties. Um, From my perspective, uh, when I look at my father in that uniform, uh, it brings back all the memories of my father uh, as a man teaching me as a a father uh, about courage. And the courage that it takes to, to, to defend your country, the courage that it takes to stand up and fight, not just in wars, but also in communities. My father was a local NAACP leader, a civil rights activist, fighting for his freedom, but never once turned his back on the flag, never took a knee to the flag, uh, always stood his ground uh, for the freedom and, and, and blessings of, the, of, this, of this nation. Uh, so that's what it means to me. I think it's important uh, that we acknowledge uh, the sacrifices that these folks made, um, veterans, um, as well as military, or, or as well as uh, uh, police and first responders. Curtis Hills, our guest, uh, running on the Republican side for governor, is the former attorney general. So let's talk about crisscrossing the state. Obviously, you're against four people who seemingly have infinite money. Doden's independently wealthy. Chambers is wealthy and has a lot of buddies that he doled out favors to. Braun is personally wealthy. Suzanne Crouch is a fundraising juggernaut from years of connections. How do you compete with that? It seems like you're getting pretty good crowds out there but ultimately you got to get on tv you got to get on the radio how do you compete with these people who are sucking up a lot of oxygen in the room well i think one more rich guy get in the get in the race and i've got this in the bag um <laughs> I, you know the the thing that we do is the old-fashioned hard work and 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 go get them uh when we uh, when we appear at these events uh and we appear with our opponents the message gets out uh the message is clear uh, and it works very well but as you point out uh, this is a money situation. Some of these candidates uh, uh, are just as happy not going out to uh, visit the crowds and put things on television. And we'll see how that works. Um, I think that um, what's missing from these candidates is the ability to be authentic, to touch and uh, and uh, communicate and connect with the, the voting public. And that's what we try to do. We try to go out and relate. Um, I think that the vast majority of folks uh, who I've come across uh, can relate to me 
um, as an individual, as a father, as a, as a, as a member of the community. And uh, it's not always easy to relate to multimillionaires. And, uh, and, and not to take anything away from uh, these folks because they've been successful. I think that's fine. But um, the way to succeed in Indiana is not to buy your election or not to have a, a parcel full of uh, a small pocket full of people uh, who can completely fund the, uh, the campaign. So we're out there doing it the old-fashioned way, uh, uh, 20 bucks at a time, uh, trying to get people who are interested and engaged in what's going on in their community and to recognize that it's time to, to assert our freedom and take our country back. Yeah, that's how I've done my radio career, Curtis, 20 bucks at a time. It'll be great for you. It'll be fine. You'll be around a long time. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you hear? from people what like what are the topics you know we know what we hear but you're crisscrossing the state and what are the kind of the top areas of concern you're hearing from Hoosier Republicans well from a foundational standpoint the loss of objective truth or the attack on objective truth is something that rings true over and over and over again people are tired of being compelled uh, to follow into the delusion that some people have uh, in, in, in terms of what's going on in their lives. So we have to, uh, we have to restore our faith in our institutions. Uh, when we see the justice system uh, being utilized, uh, not just nationally, but at, at a local level uh, as a political weapon, uh, that's a concern for people. Uh, the weaponization of race uh, has been around for decades and has been just intensified over the last few years as a way to cancel people out, and particularly ca- conservative voices. Um, we hear a lot about the sexualization of children, uh, and the manipulation of children at the uh, grade school levels and high school levels, and the attack on parents and parental rights. Uh, that's a very, very important aspect that, that people want to be, uh, they, they want control over. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a matter of, of retaining our freedoms that are uh, being snatched away from us from a uh, from a government that's not transparent. So there's lots of issues. There's a, there's, a, there's a ton of things going on, but at the core is objective truth, restoring our truth, restoring our institutions, restoring our, our faith and what Indiana is all about. Mm-hmm. Dominating, of course, the news story right now is what's going on with uh, the Hamas and Israel war. And you wrote an op-ed a few weeks ago, said the cause of destroying Hamas should unite all Americans. I'm wondering uh, how you feel about what President Biden said yesterday calling for Israel to take a, quote, less intrusive action in Gaza against Hamas. You know, I don't know what these guys are smoking. Uh, you know, war, war is a bad thing. War is meant to be a devastating event. And, and when Hamas took the action that they took, uh, regardless of how anyone feels about the relationship between Israel and Hamas and the Palestinians, Hamas took a lethal action that was a declaration of war. Israel responded by saying, we're going to war with you. Now, war means um, annihilation. Uh, What's happened in this country, we've gone soft with the concept of war being a a proportional response or a politically correct maneuver. Um, So I would ask these people or ask President Biden, just what does he think that the the Israelis should do? Uh, Just hold back and wait for another attack? The Palestinians and, and Hamas are committed, committed to taking this fight to Israel all the way. And Israel would be doing a disservice to not only their nation, but to the rest of the world if they did not pursue a direct path towards a uh, total victory. And uh, I support them entirely. Um, When you have an enemy that hides uh, amongst the people in the neighborhoods, amongst the hospitals, what is Israel to do? Uh, Allow that tactic to, to, uh, uh, to be victorious? Absolutely not. So I think... Uh, Joe Biden and any of those folks who are telling Israel to slow down and pause 
and ceasefire uh, don't have a realistic understanding of what war is all about. All right, Curtis, we'll get you out of here with this. Curtis Hill, our guest. Uh, I think when you're elected governor, you get some sort of big ball or something. Like there's some sort of big dance or all the, the friends come to the event. Like, you know, the president has one. Curtis, will you commit right now on this very powerful radio show that you can hear from Illinois to Ohio at all points in between that you will indeed, because you are an Elvis impersonator by hobby, that you will go to the, the first governor shindig in full Elvis attire well we may not go in full elvis attire but we'll probably have the suit somewhere off stage just in case how's that good enough curtis where can people find you if they want to learn more about your campaign check us out at curtishill.com uh, you'll find information there in uh, our facebook connections and all that and uh, and remember this is a grassroots opportunity so those who want to get on board with a real individual a real boots on the ground fella contact curtis hill and we'd love to have you all right curtis thanks you're the best my friend appreciate you Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.